2: The UAW doesn't back down from a fight. We're willing to do what's necessary to win justice by any means necessary.
3: The United Auto Workers Union, or UAW, initiated coordinated strikes at three factories belonging to General Motors, Ford, and Stellantis, the parent company of Chrysler, kicking off one of the most impactful industrial labor actions in the U.S. in many years. This is UAW President Sean Fain speaking this week.
2: They pretend that the sky will fall if we get our fair share of the quarter of a trillion dollars the Big Three has made over the past decade. And when they talk about that and they say we'll wreck the economy, it's not the economy that'll wreck, it's their economy. It's the billionaire economy. That's what they're worried about.
3: From KCBS Radio in San Francisco, I'm Mallory Samara, and this is Bay Current. President Biden on Friday made a statement about the strikes.
2: Auto companies have uh, seen record profits, including in the last few years, because of the extraordinary skill and sacrifices of the UAW workers. But Those record profits have not been shared fairly, in my view, with those workers. The bottom line is that auto workers help create America's middle class. They deserve a contract that sustains them in the middle class. To continue our active engagement, I'm, disp- I'm, de- I'm dispatching two members of my team to Detroit. Acting Labor Secretary Julie Hsu and White House Senior Advisor Gene Sperling, both of them, have been involved up to now, to offer their full support for the parties in reaching a contract.
3: To hear more about this, KCBS Radio AM Drive anchors Eric Thomas and Margie Schaefer spoke on Friday's Ask an Expert segment with William Gould, Stanford Law Professor Emeritus and former chairman of the National Labor Relations Board and author of For Labor to Build Upon.
1: Uh, this has been a while in coming. Obviously, uh, UAW members don't feel as though they've been included in those record profits that the big three automakers have been uh, reaping in over the years. So um, what's what's going to happen here, you think?
2: Well, I think that... Um Uh, There's a lot of uncertainty About what's going to happen here I mean I think that uh, As you point out there There are grievances that have uh, Existed for a substantial period of time uh, The backdrop Being Being uh, of course uh, uh, the growing inequality in our society and the record profits made by uh, business and this particular business you know we've seen other stoppages that have been uh, quite serious uh, in our country uh, railway and uh, hollywood and uh, we're seeing a uh, a kind of uh, uprising of sorts and uh, i think uh, factored into this has to be the uh, uncertainty that exists uh, uh, on, on the part of many workers uh, due to the pandemic, which uh, was uh, unsettling but the uh, the big thing is uh, uh, the declining uh Wages uh, for uh, workers, uh, particularly these workers, who made so many sacrifices to keep the industry going uh, in the uh, uh, about fifteen years ago at the time of the great recession and uh, the uh, inflation which which they 've seen uh, eat up their uh, what gains they made and the actual decline for them, so I think that we 're likely to have a, um, a stoppage of uh, uh, of some duration, the parties are very far apart. There are great differences between uh, uh, labor and management, and uh, uh, they can't be, uh, you know, those those uh, gaps can't be overcome uh, in a matter of days. I think that uh, we're going to see something that will go on, uh, uh, a strike which will go on uh, 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 weeks and uh, perhaps more. Uh, because the, the parties are just so far apart.
0: Uh, that's very unfortunate. I don't know if you heard, but just minute, minutes ago, before you came on the air, President Biden ad- addressed the nation. And uh, he just said, nobody wants a strike. But he also said, uh, with record profits, uh, those should be shared by record contracts. And let's talk about some of the differences, you know, where the two parties are, uh, being so far apart. UAW wants a four-day, 32-hour workweek. Uh, some of the other things I saw were 40% increase in pay um, over 5 years this is on top of cost of living increases but there are other things beyond pay um, what what are some of the things that they're asking for and and the reasons for the company saying no right now
2: Well they they want um, uh they want a um, uh a 36% uh, they they lowered their demands from uh, 40 to 36% it's a big obviously that's a big increase they want to reinstate Uh, The UAW was uh, a pioneer in negotiating so-called COLA provisions, cost-of-living increase provisions. Well, they gave that up at various times in the past, and they gave that up at the time of the uh, Great Recession. So that's what uh, uh, put them in a position of of having declining wages. Their real wages have declined. Uh, They want a... uh, uh, a revival of uh, defined uh, uh, pensions—that's, uh, 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 of course, uh, society generally has moved away uh, from them. That's going to be uh, that's going to be a difficult one for them to obtain. I think that the um, uh, the problem which really is going to make this one a difficult to uh, to resolve is the fact that the uh, automobile industry is going through a uh, transition uh, to uh, electric cars. Uh, President Biden has been in the uh, uh, forefront of uh, uh, putting that about, bring that about. Uh, their, their electric cars are going to mean uh, less employees. Um, we don't know. There's a debate going on about how much less, but clearly the uh, the uh, you're not going to have the complicated assembly and uh, transmission. Uh, an engine uh, employees that you had previously, and uh, there will undoubtedly be less employees. And now, of course, the UAW is uh, 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 aggrieved by the fact that you suddenly have these new battery plants that have emerged, uh, joint ventures in the United States, uh, which are will be feeding batteries to uh, the company, and and this is, I think, probably the. Biggest part of uh, uh, this uh, crisis. So there, are, there are many difficult parts of it. Well, you know, one is what we've alluded to already. But the but the electric car and the difficulty uh, in in accommodating workers. You know, the UAW is saying, okay, we're for the electric car. We're for uh, measures which take on the uh, the changing climate, but. Uh, Mr. Administration, President Biden, uh, you gave tax breaks to business to do it. You gave tax breaks to customers. Uh, Where's our break? Where are we going to uh, 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 receive some kind of uh, relief for the diminution of jobs and uh, the emergence of now these low-wage jobs that are acting as contractors to uh, uh, to the companies? So... Uh, You can see that there are a wide, this is a very complex set of negotiations, a wide uh, variety of issues. uh, And the president is correct to say that no one wants a strike, but uh, uh, it's difficult to avoid uh, strikes uh, in uh, this kind of situation where uh, the parties are so far apart.
1: You mentioned earlier some of the inequities here, and it 's one thing to have an organization rake in record profits because you can 't put a face on an organization, but it 's another thing to have these workers on the assembly line or wherever be able to look at their CEO who's making three hundred times what they 're making and think that's really unfair
2: yes well that 's really exacerbated that's exacerbated this whole situation that's what uh, that's kind of a poke in the eye uh, for uh uh, the uh, workers. The the. Uh, I saw the CEO of a Ford Motor Company respond to that the other day, saying that uh, it was impossible to for all the UAW members to make uh, uh, three hundred thousand dollars. Well, that was like uh, you know Marie Antoinette. Um, uh, it, that's not the kind of remark that uh, uh, was was suitable to the moment. And um, uh, there's a, a great sense of uh, uh, agreement by this uh, widening uh, compensation gap, which is, of course, a reflection of uh, uh, these uh, uh, enormous profits. Now, the companies, uh, for their part, are uh, here's a concern that they have uh, uh, these electric cars are not going to be as profitable. As uh, the uh, as these big gas guzzlers uh, have been in the past, you know that's the problem. One of the problems with the automobile industry, long before we began to see this uh, climate problem, was that they were so enraptured with these uh, big gas guzzlers uh, because they produced big profit margins. Well, then uh, those profit margins are gone. So they see uh, in the future uh, a real problem for profits, which is going to squeeze them if they enter into uh, an agreement which uh, uh, suddenly compensates uh, uh, the UAW members for the losses of the past 15 years or so. And that's in part what makes these negotiations so complex. Um, the the 36 uh, percent and uh, many of the other union demands seem perfectly uh, in the ballpark, not, not perhaps appropriate, but they, they, they're, they're not that far off. And, uh, but the companies are uh, looking at this, uh, having uh, uh, benefited very well for these past 15 years, saying we're not going to be benefiting so well in the next years by virtue of the advent of the electric car, and uh, a handsome settlement with the UAW will squeeze us.
0: So interesting, a, a time where the workers are asking for more and the companies are actually needing less as well and making less, potentially. Uh, what about the training? You mentioned the electric cars. These workers would need to be retrained as well.
2: Oh, certainly, yes. The, uh, but the problem is, the uh, uh, you know, in a way, we've seen this movie before. Uh, we saw this movie uh, in the period of the 1980s. We saw this uh, when uh, China... Uh, pose such a comp- uh, competitive threat to the country at the beginning of uh, this century, uh, onward where there were just mass layoffs uh, throughout these states, where these strikes are taking place now, and uh, w- there just wasn't sufficient aid uh, and uh, benefit for the workers to uh, uh, to go uh, to go elsewhere, to go to other uh, cities or other parts of the country where they could find work, where they could get training. Um, that's really part of this. Uh, uh, the uh, UAW uh, also wants uh, a revival of uh, uh, what what we used to call supplemental unemployment compensation benefits, a uh, jobs bank. Uh, but uh, it seems to me that uh, what 's going to be required is a uh, 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 financial assistance that perhaps comes from the government as a financial assistance for the employers and the customers came from from the government and uh, but that's, a, that's a, itself is a uh, uh, is a hurdle because uh, of course uh, President Biden is uh, uh, confronted with this uh, Congress that uh, surely is not uh, uh, in the mood for anything like that, they want to a part of this dynamic is you, you see that president former President Trump is fishing in troubled waters as as normal and he 's telling these workers, "Hey, the big problem here is you guys should be striking against the transition itself we 've got to keep these cars that we 've had we 've got to keep the combustion engine and uh, uh, which of course is just totally irresponsible." And uh, the the uh, uh, the UAW, uh, to its credit, uh, has uh, not bought that for one single moment. They are they are all in on uh, on moving to electric cars. They just want uh, some part of the deal that will will accommodate workers and uh, pr- you know and, and uh, compensate for the uh, losses that they've had in the past.
1: Professor, let's look at strategy here. Uh, you know, the old paradigm for a strike is. Everybody walks out, everybody hits the picket line, we totally shut down the industry. This one is targeted. Only certain plants are hit, only certain plants are uh, of the better-selling vehicles are targeted. Uh do they think this will have the same effect as the old-style
2: strike? Well, don't forget that the automobile industry has never been uh, the traditional old-style strike. Uh the uh, automobile industry uh, over these uh over the past half century or so, uh, has has been pattern bargaining. The UAW never took on the whole industry uh, simultaneously. They picked uh, the employer that they thought that they could best get uh, the an agreement with that would uh, 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 translate into uh, favorable agreements with other employers, uh, and. Uh, uh, they, you know, they would go to usually Ford or Chrysler, and then uh, try to carry that forward. Uh, now uh, we see something uh, that we haven't seen since the 1930s: uh, these uh, these targeted local strikes. And uh, uh, the the industry is a is an integrated industry and uh, economically integrated industry. And uh, the uh, the union is uh, uh, trying to. Uh, uh, put the pressure on the employers by, through dislocation and, uh, uh, and, you know, pr- providing for dislocation, which will uh, pressure them. And they say they'll amp it up, they'll strike other plants, uh, in the future. And I think that, uh, uh, this is a, uh, in an industry where the union has been, uh, well known for innovation. This is an innovation that might possibly pay off.
0: Does the UAW have enough money to fund, uh, to support their workers through a protracted strike? Well,
2: they have uh, about, uh, uh, I think, about $850 million in uh, strike funds now. Uh, Of course, if they struck everybody... Uh, for uh, three months, all that money would be all gone, and uh, the five hundred and they 're giving the uh, workers through that strike fund five hundred dollars a week uh, that 's uh, uh, a big wage cut uh, for them that's, uh... uh that 's about i think uh, twenty five thirty percent of their normal wages so uh, uh, that 's not going to be from many perspectives uh, uh terribly satisfactory. Uh, So the the UAW has always had a a big strike fund, which uh, has been uh, uh, something that they've relied upon, but it goes pretty quickly.
1: All right, Professor, we'll be monitoring this. I'm sure you will as well. You've been listening to William Gould, Stanford Law Professor Emeritus and former chairman of the NLRB and author of For Labor to Build Upon.
3: Bay Current is a production of KCBS Radio. I'm Mallory Samara. For more Bay Area stories, subscribe to Bay Current on the Odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts.
1: All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time?